All right, I'm going to go take a nap now. I'm relaxing. Oh, still. man. No more taking work some downtime? Some downtime. I, I'm not taking any downtime tonight, actually. I'm hard charging because I don't have my kids here, as you mentioned. And I'm, uh, I'm in one of those burning the midnight oil modes right now. Right. So I'll take a twice as long a nap for yeah. you then. Start the timer. Wait, wait, hold on. I want you to get a little downtime. I want you to take a little break here, Trap. So let me let me take this intro really quick. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds barred. Look at the reality of the location, the realities of the location independent lifestyle by two guys living that lifestyle. I'm Jason, and I just ganked the intro to give Travis a break. That's true. I'm Trav, and I'm about ready to go on a break to the Jersey Shore. Maybe I can GTL while I'm there, Jim Tan Laundry. No, I'm just going to hang out at the pool and go. Well, I mean, do you want, I, why, why the laundry part anyway? I, I don't, that, I, I, I never a, watched Jersey Shore, but I think, I think GTL was from Jersey is Shore. Is that what it is? Okay. Jim, I get you stay in shape. Tan, tanning. Okay. I mean, you gotta, you should apply sunscreen. No, I think tanning was like going to the tanning bed. Like you're, oh, not like you're trying okay. not to get a tan. Not like you're using sunscreen. But then laundry. I mean, you get three letters. You could put anything in there. Laundry? That's Listen, not very I never exciting. watched Jersey Shore, but anytime I say Neither I'm going to the Jersey Shore, people make GTL references. And I'm like, okay, I guess I should. Clearly, we haven't watched Jim it. Tan Laundry, baby! No, more like <laughs> pool, beach, funnel cake. Yeah. P- Relaxation. PBF. PBF, Mac baby. and mangoes. Mac and mangoes. It's, it's now right? mangoes and mangoes. Oh, mangoes and mangoes. The, Sorry, the, the, mango. that, Sorry, Mac. Yeah, that family Sorry, like Mac. that's that. If you guys have ever been to the Jersey Shore, at least you know down south where we go, Ocean City, Mac and Mangoes Pizza, an institution down there for like I don't know sixty years. Now it's just mango and mangoes because I guess Mac got bought out, but ac- acrimoniously or not in a good way. Is that acrimoniously? Yeah, I'm not sure. By the way, if you have not been to the jersey shore and you think it's just like that jersey shore show i'm telling you you're missing out jersey shore very quaint very nice place a lot of child great childhood memories going to the jersey shore anyway and jersey wh- shore this is leading su- jersey shore oh where yeah also the, the location indie community was birthed how could i forget I didn't forget but how could i forget to mention it and uh all of this is going somewhere because what are we talking about, Trav? We're talking downtime, man. And when you are someone who is trying to create an unconventional life, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're just someone who's trying to strike out your own, do something different, become location independent, whatever it is you're going after, there is a very tough thing that you have to, an obstacle that you will probably have to fight over and over and over and over again on your journey. It, it never, you know, completely. Uh, slayed. You never slay that dragon completely. And that is a bit of the work-life balance. And Jay, you've been through it. I've been through it. We've talked about it a bunch on this podcast is this idea of when you are your own boss and you're building your own thing, there's two things that happen. One, sometimes it's it's hard to get motivated because you can do whatever you want. So it's like, well, I don't 
No one's forcing me to do this. I don't have to go into an office. But I think the the even tougher thing, you know, usually if you work on something you like, that happens, you know, a little bit. But the tougher thing to beat is the fact that you can work as much as you want and you may find yourself working too much and not taking a step back and not enjoying certain things you should be enjoying and not giving yourself the balance that you need. And that's where this idea of having downtime, like scheduled for real downtime comes in. That problem is made more difficult when your business is not earning enough for you to do the things you want to do. Say you're trying to quit your job and you're building up something on the side and it hasn't gotten to that point yet. Or uh, you have quit your job and now your back's against the wall and you need to make things happen. You got bills to pay and all that. Certainly, those times make it extra difficult to take downtime because you're thinking to yourself, if I'm not doing something every second of the day, I'm not going to ever get to where I need to go. But the flip side of that is that a lot of creative insights, a lot of inspiration, a lot of intangibles come from downtime. And we we are conditioned, Jay, to think Hours equal dollars. Yeah. Because in in like an, an employee mindset, our, hours usually do equal dollars. Hey, I, I work 40 hours. I make my salary. I can work overtime. I make more. Not everyone's job is like that, but we're conditioned to think like more hours you put in equals more money. And so if I want to make more money, I have to put in more hours. That is not the case and it's not the case when you're building a lifestyle like this that isn't to say that you're not going to have to work hard at certain times both you and I have worked very very hard in certain at certain times but it is to say that you have to break that mindset that putting in more hours equals more money because working hard also doesn't mean more hours all the time either that's the other thing it's like working hard doesn't mean that i'm having to put in 20 hours a day working hard might just mean that i'm super laser focused for three or four hours a day as opposed to sitting at a desk for eight ten twelve hours a day but only getting four hours or three hours of real work done yeah and i mean i know there are people out there that get paid hourly so they might argue well you know the hours are are valuable because I get paid hourly. But when you step out of that mindset a little bit and downtime can help with this exercise and you think about, okay, well, what are some of the other projects or things that I can do that can step me out of that, right? And like, I know Travis and I utilize downtime. Oftentimes we, I don't know if it's part of our personality or I mean, at least for me, Trav, even when I go into downtime, what inevitably happens at some point is I start creating things because I can't help it. You know, I take I might take out a big sheet of paper and start brainstorming where I want things to go next or like other projects I might want to do. And it doesn't it's not you could say oh well you're not taking downtime then you're working. But I'm not cuz I'm having fun. It feels like working. It doesn't feel like working. I mean, I'm I'm brainstorming, I'm coming up with new fresh ideas that excite me. And when you start to get to that point, I think the downtime you don't you don't have that guilt of feeling like you're doing things when you're doing when you're um, in that downtime phase, and that's okay too. I think it's important to have the straight up downtime. But if those things happen naturally, then you can let those things happen. But if uh, going back to what I said before, Trav, and you can share your thoughts in a second. When you're are working hourly, it is a good exercise to kind of think about 
What are some of the projects that you might be working on outside of that that aren't tied to an hourly thing? And do you need downtime from those to get a fresh perspective? Or what are some of the other ways that you can create new products and services that aren't tied to an hourly sort of model? So these are some things that you can ponder in your downtime. I think the way to figure out if if it's really downtime or not, because like you said, the, the lines can be blurred. Blurred if you're, lines. If, yeah, if you're doing stuff you know, on your downtime that's considered, quote, someone might consider work. I think right. the easiest way to know if it, if if it's downtime or not is do you have to do something? So, you know, if I know that, hey, I'm running this launch and these emails have to go out or I have to change the sales page or this or that, you know, I have to do it. It, it is time sensitive. Like I have to do it. If I'm at the beach next week, which I will be, and I go out to the you know, I go out and I'm laying out on the beach and I have a journal next to me and I start brainstorming, you know, new business ideas or things I want to do with Location Indie or where our next camp is going to be or, you know, whatever, or workshops we can run. That to me isn't work because I don't have to do that. You know, there if it's just a choice that I'm making to say, all right, this is something that I want to do because my mind is going because it's fun. And so I don't have to. And so that's one way to know. I think for us, Jay, you know, I know a, a big uh, change for me. And this was a question actually that on our location indie call yesterday, uh, Jason Robinson asked. And he was like, you know, uh, we always have these projects and they're, and they're like multi-year projects, right? Like I want to start a blog or I want to grow a blog or a podcast. So year after year, you're you're making incremental gains in them. You continue to do them. You put consistent action in and they grow. But he said what every year that he sits down, he says, what is the one thing that I am going to do drastically different this year that I didn't do last year? So you're going to continue to do all the things that are pushing you towards you know, a certain goal. But what's one thing that you're going to change? And he gave an example that in, in 2018, his big thing was that he was going to go to conferences. He was going to go to a few conferences. So in 2017, he hadn't gone to any conferences. In 2018, he was going to to go to some conferences. So that was like his big thing of like, I'm still going to do everything I was doing, but here's what I'm going to add in. And here's going to be a big change for me. Cause he was asking us what ours were. And you know, off the cuff, it was a little hard to think of what that was. And then, you know, as the call went on and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I was like, man, you know what the biggest difference for me in 2019 has been is the idea that I'm really starting to take control of my time. So I'm only recording pod, EPOP podcasts on Mondays with guests instead of doing it whatever day of the week the guests can do, right? So I'm, re- I'm starting to build in blocks that say I'm the one controlling my time, not someone else. And one of those blocks that I've built in is downtime. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect at it by any means. I don't have, oh, Thursday from noon to two, I always go to... to yoga and meditation at the gym. Like I don't have anything that specific, but I took a year, a look at our year of 2019 and we built in blocks. We knew we were going to go to the beach this week, right? I I knew, well, not at the beginning of 2019, but we knew that we were going to have a kid in August, right? And I was going to take paternity leave. So I took big chunks and said, this is a week of downtime. Like the beach to me is downtime. That's not saying I won't hop on a call with you, Jay, and do something fun, or I won't hop on a location indie call because I want to. But it's like it's 95% no work with maybe 5%. And again, that being a choice to do 5% work. And so that has been a huge shift to me is saying, 
I need to take this downtime because you can't just go 365 days a year. You can't even just go, in my mind, weekdays and even take weekends off, which was a big change for me as well, was starting to say, hey, your weekends are now predominantly downtime. I know that happened with me in 2018. It was like, dude, I'm going to start treating Saturday and Sunday like Saturday and Sunday for most people because you need that. You know, you can't just work straight through. The other trick I want to talk about is you're talking about chunks of time and and this downtime that you have blocked out. But I think one of the hardest things that an entrepreneur can deal with is the me- like the mental downtime. Because when you're on, say you're not going to the shore next week. Say you're just having your regular week. I need that funnel cake, man. You need I that funnel cake. to go to the I know, shore. I know you're going, but let's pretend that you're not. And next week's a regular work week. How do you enter downtime mode at the end of the day because i think the better and and is there an end of the day because that that is one of the biggest daily struggles because when you have a week and you're going to the shore and it's like a blocked out thing i think it's a lot easier to change your physical location and be like okay this is my downtime but it's also important to be able to shut your brain off and have downtime at the end of the day. I mean, one of the things I can just share a quick personal example. One of the things that I've realized this year is that I've come to peace with the fact that I'm just not going to get as much done as I want to. That doesn't mean I'm not shooting for goals or trying to get things done or make things happen or serve people in a better way or anything like that. It just means that I have two kids. This is a unique time in my life. I'm not going to be able to spend... Two young kids. Two young, two two small kids. Yeah. And, uh, three and like now one, almost one. And they're not going to be that age forever. And you can say that about every age, but of course it's, it is a special time and it's also a busy time. They're not sleeping a lot. Uh, It's very erratic. And I've just kind of come to peace with the fact that, Hey, I just, I'm going to get done what I can get done and I'm going to block things out as smart as possible. And then I'm just going to be happy and content with what I got done today. And that has allowed me to, enter, I'm going to use air quotes here, downtime mode much easier than I could in the past when I felt like, oh, well, there's always more to be done, more to be done. And I've been able to kind of, I know there's more to be done, but I've been able to just put it on a list, which helps me. That's a practical thing. Like write it down on a list and say, how am I going to get to that this week? So like something that I might get done in two days in the past or over two days might take two weeks sometimes, but it just sits on that list. I won't forget it. And then I can kind of still sign off and relax. And not all the time, and I don't do that successfully every time, but that sort of helps. It looks like you have some wisdom to drop. Some knowledge bombs to drop on us right now. I I was going to say, it comes down (laughs) to one word, I think, and that's realistic. You're being realistic of what you can actually accomplish. And I think a lot of times... Yeah, but you know, we don't want to be realistic all the time. We want to be a little unrealistic, you know? Sure, sure, but you... You come to a point where in the beginning when you have kids, you know, for you, that was a big life change, right? For everyone, that's a big life change. For me, it was too. In the beginning, you aren't realistic because you you think you can still do everything and have the kids. But over time, you start to realize that it doesn't happen. And so you start to become more realistic with your goals. So one of the practical things that I do, just like you said you do, actually two probably big things that allow me to then not always successfully but more successfully than ever before and more successfully than not, end my day and feel okay. One is that 
I try to plan my week out before the week happens. So you're looking, you're, you're having time to plan your week out, not while you're in it, but when, you know, let's say it's Friday and you're planning your next week or Sunday and you're planning that week. It gives you a bit of a perspective because you're not, you're able to see a little bit of the big picture. So planning it ahead allows me to be fairly realistic because I'll say, you know, if I put it on the calendar and I'm like, oh, Monday, I'm going to do this, 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 and it's like a bunch of things like you can see as, and it's an hour by hour calendar. So it's like eight, nine, ten, you know, then you start to see, okay, I probably can't shift from this to this because the, the little boxes are very small for the hour. So it actually plays a mental trick on me too. You know, I'm like, wait a second, like two things are right butted up against each other. Like, you know, even if in my head I said, oh, well, from nine to 10, I'll do this and 10 to 11, I'll do that. Then you see it on the counter, you're like, whoa, back to back. Like, I'm not going to be able to do those two things back to back, probably. Like, there's going to have to be some time in between them or one's going to take longer. So planning my week ahead of time, huge, huge, huge impact because then this goes into the second thing that I've been doing with with batching is it allows me to say, all right, Monday is going to be super crazy full because that's my podcast recording day. So we have six guests. All right, this is going to be crazy, but I know it's going to be crazy ahead of time. So when I'm done that at like 5 or 6 p.m., well, then I'm ready for downtime because I know yeah, I've yeah. just put in a ton of You're work. You're just like, I can't, my brain can't function any longer. Right, <laughs> right. It also then doesn't make me feel guilty when on if Tuesday is a slower day because I've planned it. I've said, wow, Monday was crazy. The downtime, I can't function anymore, so they're not easy. But then Tuesday was a little slower. Okay, but that was by design because you knew you were going to be a little burnt out after recording all those, right? So planning for me a whole week out and then batching the days of saying, hey, this is going to be a crazy huge on day on Mondays and you're recording podcasts there and no one can, you know, then you're not recording a podcast because what used to happen to me, I'm, I think what you were saying, Jay, used to happen to you is if I recorded one podcast on a Thursday, I kind of felt okay about that because I did something but not a lot. Well, yeah, because it's hard to like go from a podcast mode to some other mode, right? Because you did something. But what really would make me feel good if I had recorded three podcasts that day. So why not just batch it and get in that mode? So those are the two things that have allowed me to feel pretty good about the downtime in the evening and shut my brain off a little bit, planning my week ahead of time, and then batching my days so that I knew, okay, I'm not just going to do one thing and feel that kind of in-between, little bit of entrepreneur's guilt of, ah, today wasn't that great. But no, no, no. Then the angel's like, but you did record a podcast. And the devil's like, yeah, but you didn't do all the other things you wanted to do. Well, yeah, I didn't want to live in that in-between stage. I wanted to either take the day off or try to do as much as possible. Yeah, I concur with all of that. And the last thing I'll add to it is what you talked about before, which is kind of part of what you just described, which are setting up certain rules for yourself and for people that interact with you that protect your time. So I've done this as well too. And, and, and not being afraid to change things up. So I'll give you a personal example. Like you, Trav, I've kind of made the switch from uh, one day I just like, I can't record podcasts at night anymore. Now I do, but I do it on my terms, right? I have a co-working space. I know where I go to there. I block off my calendar. People can record podcasts with me then, the same as you, and that's when they can do it. And I might make an exception if it's something that I want to do. But for the most part, if they can't record in those times, then I'm sorry. They just 
we just, just have how a different guest. It's and just usually, how it is. Yeah, usually people can, like, if you give them, if you say it's only Mondays from this time for the next four months, usually people will find a time. Like the, That's the way it is. It's and rare it's a, that someone's like, every Monday I'm full every day because I have X, Y, and Z. Yeah, if they can't, no hard feelings, you know? Um, and then the other thing I realized is uh, with my podcast, uh, Zero to Travel, I just been doing it every week pretty much except I think I missed one week over the last five years. And I was like, you know what? I need to take some time back. Like I want to do some writing. There's some other projects I want to finish. And it's the summer here as we're recording this. And summer's a good time to kind of relax and have downtime. So I just cut back to uh, publishing every other week. It's also given me more time interviewing a lot of authors now. So I have more time to actually read the book and to have more engaging conversations in that way. So it's... um. It's been a good thing all around, and I, you don't ever want to disappoint anybody or lose, you know, whatever juice you have as far as like getting content out there and things like that. But sometimes you have to make big decisions and big changes. Does that mean get, you're being realistic about? Yeah, what's I mean, possible. it's just to get to get time back so you can have downtime because you will burn out if you don't get it. And um, I needed that, so uh, sometimes it, just taking a look and kind of make maybe make some big decisions. They don't have to be temporary. They don't have to be forever either. I kind of said, hey, I'm going to try just publishing every other week for the summer, see how it goes. And then if I want to publish more, I can. If I want to bring it back to every week in the fall, I can. If I don't, then I'll just keep going every other week. I'm not quite sure yet. It's doing an experiment. And we talk about that on this show a lot as well too, just treating these things as an experiment. We'll experiment with getting more downtime and take it and see how you feel as we're getting buzzed out. Um, really the thing we wanted to highlight here, I think, is just to don't diminish the value of downtime and understand that a lot comes out of that and it's super necessary to be successful in the wrong, long run, I think we both believe. Yeah, my goal, because I have felt really at peace and pretty centered, I guess is the word people who are more woo-woo than me would use. I do see a, I do see a light uh, energy... A, around your an aura around your body i have felt that way since i got home from from the world domination summit so it's only been a week or two and honestly i think it's because it's summer a the days are longer so that's nice so you know when you end your day at five or six you still have like two or three hours of daylight to go outside but i also think that everyone else slows down in the summer other businesses which is funny because we're doing our own thing so we have the you know it's not like i'm reliant on a ton of other people or, or anything like the market's closed or whatever, you know. But I think it's just an overall pervasive feeling that everything slows down, especially if you're in Europe. I mean, you guys do it over there, Jay. Like, literally, you go to buy bread and the bakery's closed for a oh, month, it's you know? Dead around here. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's but great. I, my goal then is to try, you know, this feeling that I have now. This idea of downtime, which we talked about, and we, we have our own strategies. That's not to say we're perfect with them, but we're getting better. I want to feel like it's summer all the time when it comes to the pace of work. Again, not saying if we're doing a launch or something, we're not pushing a little harder, but overall, the pace of work feels like, for me, the summer of 2019, where you're like, hey, things are working. Things are done ahead of time. I don't have to like, I'm not always worried. I'm not all go, go, go. We're doing it at a pace that's comfortable and sustainable. And I think that's the other big thing that we didn't really touch on. And I know we got to go here, but if you don't build downtime in, stuff is not really going to be sustainable, whether that means taking big, long breaks, going to the beach, going on vacation, whatever, or whether that means making sure that you turn your brain off 
and and have the evenings or what or or those chunks of each day for downtime, you're gonna burn out and and you know you're gonna have to realize sooner rather than later when that happens how to build downtime in. So you might as well start doing it. As and you I really go think anyway. it's necessary for those big insights. I really do. You need that space for creativity and next level stuff as well. So Truth. that's important for that. Truth. As well. Truth. All right, I'm gonna go My take friends. a nap now. I'm relaxed. Oh Joe. man, no more Taking work. Some today. downtime. Some downtime. I, I'm not taking any downtime tonight. Actually, I'm hard charging because I don't have my kids here, as you mentioned, and I'm uh, I'm in one of those burning the midnight oil modes right now. Right. So I, I'll um, take an I'll take a twice as long a nap for yeah, you. Then I'm taking my downtime next. Oh man, nap daytime naps. Daytime Can't naps. beat them. Daytime All right, guys. Naps are wonderful. All right, guys, take a daytime nap. We'll see you later. Peace. <laughs> Peace.